Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Gift of Gab. We took another hiatus, <laughs> but we are back. We are back. We hope you missed us, but we've been busy traveling. I was in Colorado for a while, which was so much fun. I wasn't anywhere exciting, so it's not even worth talking about. <laughs> it's not worth gabbing about. I went to a country music festival, which was actually so fun, but dirtier than I could have ever anticipated. Literally the exact thing that I would not want to do, ever. Yeah. And I mean, it was fun. It was just like the dustiest place I had ever been, but it was like amazing music, so it was kind of worth it. All I'm going to say is I would have an Airbnb like 20 minutes away, and I would have to go there every time to go to the bathroom. Like, I could not use a, a porta potty. Okay, we had an Airbnb. Like, we're not camping over here. But we did not go every time we had to use the bathroom. I would have. That's so excessive. That is me excessive. How would you even get there? An Uber every uh, time? Didn't you have a car? Yeah, but like, we not- were not driving it. <laughs> we Ubered most of the time so we could drink. I feel you. Safe. Smart and safe. Smart and safe. Smart and safe. Anyway, we're so excited. Today we have a really cool guest. Honestly, not just cool, like inspiring. It was, if she was selling something that, when I saw her, I went to Be Well Philly, and if she was selling something that day, I would have bought everything that she had Why sold. Why wasn't she selling things? I feel like she I mean, was she selling, selling herself, like, like, and her life, and, right. like, going to her gym, and honestly... We should probably introduce her. <laughs> oh, Her oh. name's Alexis Rose, and she could have sold... A two-year membership at her gym, and I would have purchased it. You should give her that business advice. She's a a big fitness guru in Philly. She is a brand ambassador for, like, Lululemon. She's a soul cycle instructor and owns her own business. She does it all. She's a female entrepreneur, and that's honestly the goal. Honestly, that's our dream. She should go on Shark Tank. Let's tell her to go on Shark Tank. But I guess she would need, like, a... She has a business. So, Yeah. Her dance studio. You know, we're just, we should be business partners. No, not partners. Uh, consultants. Yeah. We can, like, consult other people's business And when ideas. people listen to this, they're going to say, we're never hiring those girls. Why? But we actually have some pretty solid business ideas over here at Gift of Gab headquarters <laughs> um, that we've decided, Carly and I, both to be partners on. And it's the first thing we've agreed on. Yeah. 50-50 50-50 agreement. And let me tell you, between us listeners and as Julie's talking to Alexis, Julie and I always fight about who is who owns more partnership in Gift of Gab, and so it's a fight. We never say 50-50, but now that we have these business ideas that we want to create, we have decided that it's a Gift of Gab corporate, and we are 50-50 partnership. And let me tell you, it was the most exciting thing ever. And Julie is coming back. <laughs> All right. We have Alexis on the line. Hi. Hi. How Hi, are girl. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. Awesome. So we were just talking about how Carly actually saw you speak at Be Well Philly. And it was so inspiring. I was sh- like, it was so inspiring. I have no <laughs> words. <laughs> So, since a lot of our listeners weren't at that event, we would love to hear you speak a little bit about um, your story and your growing up experience and just your life. Yeah, your life. Just a a quick, brief intro. Okay. Um, So, I'm Alexis Rose. I'm 
Sure. Um, so, born and raised in Long Island, New York. Um, spent, obviously, most of my life there. At the age of 19, I moved to New York City after graduating the School of Performing Arts and as a dance major. And I just went on to dance backup and kind of like choreograph um, a little bit and just really grounds my feet into the entertainment industry and definitely into the dance field. Mm-hmm. Um, a year after moving out, I found out that I was expecting my first daughter. And that's pretty much where a lot of my like tables turned. I kind of went trying to like strategize how I can still navigate in the entertainment industry but still trying to like raise my daughter um, efficiently and obviously financially still being young and still trying to like figure out who I am and what I wanted to do is really hard to just navigate through that so I still like danced a little bit and kind of like tried to like juggle as hard as I possibly could and then just finally settled to working a nine-to-five into the corporate world just so I can um, not have to like worry about that financial setting mm-hmm. <laughs> which which is great um, you know just to know that you had that financial income but emotionally I was totally not happy Right, that it doesn't seem like that would be your passion area. No, it was not. (laughs) Especially when you're like, again, you're I'm 20, and I really never um, knew. I never had a tendency to really want to do anything but dance and kind of and and be in that industry. So, just not feeling like I connected to that world, or or feeling like I had any goals that I really wanted to achieve. So, definitely think about interviewing when they ask you, "Well, what do you want to do with your life?" And like, where do you see yourself in five years? And it totally probably wasn't the answers that they wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was it was definitely hard to navigate those first few uh, years of adulthood and kind of like on your own a little bit and being um, a, a, a teen mom was really really hard. Um, but you know, I am a fighter and I really do have I've I've always been that person that has really really taken really the hundred percent road of anything you want to be and anything you want to do you you can totally do that and to never give up and so that's just one of the things that I've I've always kind of encountered and in the way I've liked to like navigate my life and I found my way back in entertainment it, it wasn't me dancing but I would kind of like work as an assistant for a lot of different record labels and I worked for Warner Brothers I worked for like Sean Diddy Combs I was his assistant for two years wow Uh, that's cool (laughs) I was yeah it was cool okay (laughs) Um, what was that like it was so hard um it was I don't want to say it was hard but it was really challenging because again it was in the industry that I really enjoyed being in which was music and fashion and kind of like the hustle and bustle of that Mm -hmm. but it really was still a job and I was catering to someone's life and he's like no joke everything about him was super serious and it was always about the details when it came to him so Mm -hmm. for me back then I was 21 when I landed that job with him it wasn't um, I didn't know then how much it would have really, really geared my life and how much it would really expand my thoughts in this in this business. Mm-hmm. But 
back then I was just like, I just need a job and I wanted something fun and exciting. Um, and so I landed it and I got it and it was great when I got it. But when I got into it, I was like, okay, yeah, um, no. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine how hard it must've been to have kind of such a demanding job, um, raising pretty much an infant at that point. Yeah, it was. I mean, it would be times where I wouldn't get home until, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Like, and that wasn't something that was abnormal. That was the normal. You you don't really have working hours. Your your hours pretty much are when you're not needed anymore, when the job is done. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, 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 again, it was an experience, and it was great. Um, after leaving him, I worked for the model Iman. I worked as her assistant. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did. Um, and that was pretty much same thing. It's still demanding. It wasn't as bad, um, but it was still um, demanding work, and it was obviously um, leading for somebody who was already highly powerful, famous person. So mm-hmm. again, their life is just as hectic. They travel just as much. Um, but she was a mom, and she, you know, had that had that kind of kind of understanding where. Didn't want to kind of like take over your life, but right. you still had a demanding schedule. Right, that was great. Um, and then I spent my last two my last two years before I got back really full time into dance and fitness. I worked um, for MTV um, and Viacom as an executive assistant for the uh, vice president of Viacom. And again, same thing, corporate nine to five, um, but still as demanding. And Really, those jobs was reason why I think I, I well, I know why I am the way I am when it comes to running my own business, mm-hmm. and, and I didn't know then that they would be so essential to me, and they were they would really mold who I am as a businesswoman, but they really, really did, so I'm so thankful for each and every one of those opportunities and those people, because they're amazing businesses, they're amazing um, entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. and I really learned how to really work this business through that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's you've had some crazy job experience. Your resume is stacked. <laughs> like if I saw those names on if I ever read someone's resume and I was reading those names, I'd be like, oh wow, legit. <laughs> <laughs> it's it really shows your work ethic and that's how you're so successful today, like you were just saying. No, so I mean it, it it is. Like I said, back then I just didn't understand. I didn't really get it. Um, I just was looking for money and again, trying to just find the way to like really get myself, um, something where I was wanting to get up in the morning and kind of work. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been that person to just like settle. I mean, I've, I've left so many temp jobs where I was working in finance and like after a week I would be like, yeah, this is not for me. <laughs> I literally leave. Um, and can you imagine, like, my parents, they, like, <laughs> like what is wrong with you? You can't keep a job. And I'm like, no, they can't keep me. Um, <laughs> it's a good way to look at it. I'm going to start using that line. <laughs> right? Like, you, I'm, I'm so serious. Because in life, it's all about the perception. And, again, back as a teenager, even in my 14th and 15th, I was 16, I was the same way. I was just like, if it's not for me, a person or whatever I'm doing, um, it's not for me, and I'm not going to try to force it. And I've, I've literally been that way. And I think what the, the, the advice that I always give is, like, that has to be the happiness. That That is the happiness. It's freedom of choice. And um, 
I know some people may feel like, you know, well, I don't have a choice. Um, you know, I have to work this job. Well, there's as many as there's much people, there is so many more companies and mm-hmm. different businesses and ventures that you just have to go for it. And if that means, you know, trying a bunch of jobs, then you have that option to do that, especially when you're younger. Like, you have that option. Right, that's the time yeah. to do it, to kind of experiment in the workforce to see where you fit in best. Yeah, and I feel like if you, we are always like, you got to do you, so we're, we, we support. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you are really into, like, working out and health and fitness, and what advice do you have for, like, millennial women especially, like, looking to who aren't really that active, a.k.a. us, (laughs) and who are, like, looking to get more into shape and work out a little bit more? Okay, I'm going to answer that question, but I have to, like, ask you this question really quickly. So, did did you take one of the classes at the Be Rock Illegal Camp? Yes. What classes did you take? I took a yoga class, I took um, the boot camp class, and then I took a dance, I took a, like, aerobics class. Oh, so you didn't take me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. But I listened and I was inspired. She actually texted me, I was out of town, and she was like, oh my gosh, we have to get her on our podcast. Like, it was... So she was... She was probably inspired, but not not ready to take your class. Okay, well, we have to change that. Yes. I have to give you the option, definitely, to pick your day, come into class, and definitely let me change your entire perception about working out and definitely about dance. Yeah, right. we would love that. You would probably kick our ass. <laughs> she was probably too tired. Honestly. Just a little bit. Well, um, I, only asked, I really asked that question. Um, because I wanted to get your feedback, like you said, like, you know, I really don't work out that much, but something inspired you to definitely sign up for this boot camp. It, it was obviously a fitness event, it, you know, it was a fitness event, had a, definitely a lot of other attributes to it, but the main thing around it was that fitness environment, and definitely for women. Mm-hmm. And if you even attended one of those classes, like, that, that's one of those things that I just say, like, you were totally inspired to just, like, hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to try these classes out, like, and there was no real big hesitation that had to happen. You didn't have to, like, sit and talk to yourself about it for 25 minutes. It was, let me just sign up, let me see what's out there. I think the biggest, greatest thing about um, definitely events like the Rafali Boot Camp, but definitely trying to find those smaller communities like those boutique classes like that I offer and a lot of other uh, studios offer. It really is bottom line that community and culture that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And you really have to kind of, again, this is just like a job. You do have to take a few of those different types of classes to really see where you, you know, where you really connect to and the company, not just the teacher, but I think the business and the, and the, and the brand, um, that you really connect to because every, I believe every, um, entrepreneur, every business starter had some type of thing that sparked their reason to begin their company. Um, so starting off definitely as a millennial, we have so much freedom of choice. We have freedom of expression and, 
as entrepreneurs, we're starting to just not be afraid to have to fit into the mold of what we think, quote-unquote, a fitness environment should be. So you getting out there, you taking multiple classes, finding different people that you really connect to, I think is the key to starting your fitness journey versus saying, well, I don't like to cycle. I don't like to dance. I don't like to this. If you're not a fitness person, you're not going to, that's not going to inspire you. Mm -hmm. What's going to inspire you is the people that you connect with, the people who smile at you when you walk into the studio, the people who make you feel comfortable in the moments that you're not comfortable like that's where you start we have to remember that. this because yeah. usually I'm like leaving the gym and I'm like oh I hate this I'm never going back <laughs> so we have to be more positive and open to that but talking about your studio can you tell us a little bit more about and tell our listeners about some of the classes you offer um what it's like running a studio sure so Right now, um, so starting ARX, we I started ARX in New York City. Um, I moved out to Philly two years ago. Um, obviously, like if people don't know, I worked for Soul Cycle also, mm-hmm. and that's what brought me to Philly um, with Soul Cycle. I opened up their Ardmore Studio and their Rittenhouse Studio, so that has been like a great um, just part of my fitness journey was connecting with SoulCycle and mm-hmm. being a part of their community. Um, and after a year of being here in Pennsylvania, I said, like, oh my God, like, there's something that I'm missing and I really couldn't connect what it was emotionally, but I felt that there was something missing and I wasn't finding it in the cycle studio. I wasn't finding it lifting weights. Like there was something else. And when I like really thought about it, I was like, Oh my God, like I'm not dancing. Mm -hmm. And I knew it. Like once I knew it, I knew it. And I took a year off at soul. It was definitely one of the hardest decisions that I made was leaving soul. Um, but I knew again, if you know me, you would know, like if I, if my mind is on it, I have to pursue it and do it. No regrets. And I started my dance company out here. And, um, right now we, we actually rent studio space in Fort Washington and center city. We are currently looking for our own home and we're like leaning definitely towards, um, opening up our studio in center city. Um, so yeah, right now we're in Fort Washington and, and we're in we're in Central City. We offer dance cardio, which is you think you're coming into dance, and when you leave, I'm telling you, it's it it's not just and a one and a two and a three. Like that's definitely how <laughs> we teach it. Um, <laughs> we teach it for that freedom of movement. We teach it for the freedom of your own expression and. I'm the kind of instructor that I want to work you physically, but mentally I find it very important to work a person mentally. So I, I, I incorporate a lot of things that make you actually think, because if you're thinking, you can't think about what's going on in the outside. So true. I like that. Yeah. That's awesome. We are, we're going to come take a class. You come to the city, you come to a workout class to let go of what happened outside. Right. And I think most of the time, um, if you're not in that environment or you don't have that person that can truly capture you and capture you in those 45 minutes to an hour, it's kind of like you never clocked out. You never had that time. So 
Mm-hmm. That's what we do in our dance in our dance class, um, and then we also offer body body sculpt, and we have our branded um, signature wrist weights that we use one and two pounds, and you wear those the entire class. And we incorporate our resistance bands in that class. We work on each body part, and in between each body part, we have five minutes of cardio. Ooh, so question: I have horrible rhythm. Like I cannot dance. Could I still take the class and be, like, not embarrassed totally in the corner? So, I mean, that's obviously the first question that we always get. And, you know, I'm going to tell you, yes, girl. Like, absolutely. There's there's this way of that we teach, which is we give it to you very minimal. Each each count is for each, – each movement that we give you is for four counts. So we would say four, three, two, one. And you would do it about four to five times before we move on to the next one. So we kind of like pound it into your brain. By the time the end of the class comes, you're doing an entire routine and you really probably don't even know how you got there. Everybody has rhythm and I really like to say it that way. And it's something that I can't tell you. I have to show you. And that's why we call it an experience because you can never explain an experience in your life. It's something that somebody has had to either understood and went through it themselves and that's why we call it the arts as well as experience because it's not something you can really explain to your friends you just have to say girl like i can't explain you just gotta come (laughs) i'm coming we're we're gonna come and if anything we'll be the two tripping over each other in the corner i promise you all like i promise you all i'll make you a believer and then you have to like then you have to make it real and put it on instagram so people can see it we're that's our that is like (laughs) My, our dream is to become like insta famous, <laughs> and we—I'll post like my entire life on Instagram if that's what would happen. I happen. honestly think our followers would love to see us in your class. They would probably be like, I, "They can't." Be. You know, you're gonna be like, "I probably can't post on here," but I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big, I'm a big uh, swearer in class, so um, <laughs> you're gonna probably like a lot of things in class um, that I talk about. But, I mean, one of the other things um, that I always hear that definitely makes us different is I do bring that motivational aspect to class. I talk you through class. It's not just, we don't just focus on dance. I have moments where we stop and we do something called mirror time and we reflect and I make you look in the mirror. I make you compliment yourself. I make you say those things that you're totally not sure about saying to yourself but in that moment in time you feel so empowered that you can finally say it and finally actually mean what you say about yourself and those good things oh we love that so you said you had a studio in new york and then two in the philly area are you planning on opening up any more studios like expanding in other cities cities? (laughs) i'm I'm sorry hold on a second (laughs) We really do want to open up in different markets. Like, we totally, totally do. But since this is, this is my first year here, I'm really trying to really drive this Philly market and really open up, like, our first flagship studio in the city and, and, right. and city. But we are thinking about D.C. We are definitely thinking about D.C. or Jersey. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I, have a, I know a yeah. lot of people... I know that D.C. is really a lot of young people. I feel like that would be a great market for this. Oh, I love D.C. Yeah. I love D.C. Like, I totally love 
go to DC to go teach like a few of my celebrity clients. And I love DC. Like I really, really connected with DC. So I'm really, again, hoping that that's something that we can really, really drive once we mm-hmm. really target um, the Philly market, which I moving into Philly, I was like my first six months, I was like, I don't know. I love New York. I love where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And I had to like just adjust in. And once I did, I was like, this is a beautiful, beautiful place. Like, Philly is a beautiful, beautiful place. Yeah. Really, really. We, we love, love it. it. Yeah, we really love Philly. But I mean, DC is awesome. And it's so amazing to hear that you have those types of visions in mind for the future. And you, I mean, this could. We're inspired Spread everywhere. also <laughs> from these stories. Like now I feel like we can start a business and we could like make things happen. Let's do it. I'm in. <laughs> You'll see us on Shark Tank. We are actually, actually right before you gave us a call, we were talking um, about Shark Tank and how, you know, every time we speak to entrepreneurs or even like think of business ideas ourselves, we get so motivated to do it. And it's so awesome to talk to you and hear how, you know, you you really went for it. You followed your passion and left, you know, a typical safe corporate job. Well, first of all, I want to talk about how I love Shark Tank and I'm like a bench watcher. <laughs> like, I watch Shark Tank. Like, I can watch it all day, literally. Who would you make um, a deal with? Who would you want a deal from? be honest with you, yeah. Mark Cuban. Me? I have a love affair with Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. That is, and Mark Cuban's not aware of her love affair. She talks about him all the time. I really, really, first of all, I like how he's like no BS, but I also like that there's, I I feel like there's just this thing, like there's there's this place in him that really do, like wants to see the American dream happen. He likes the people that kind of like takes those odd chances. I mean, I, I think they all do like when people take those odd chances and kind of do it, but if it, if it was me going on Shark Tank, which I've thought about my pitch so many times, so maybe we could hopefully be on the same season when we together. That would be but amazing. I've really about my pitch so many times, and I was like, Mark Cuban, um, Laurie, I think also too, just because she's a woman, and I love the way she kind of like she always stands up for herself when they try to like come at her. Um, yeah, she's show. one of my favorite ones. She's yeah, great. I'm really this. like she's brilliant. Um, she's beautiful. She's passionate. Um, and so, she actually invested in that Fitboard, right? The Simply Fitboard. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it might yeah. be a good fit. Carly and I, we moved in together about a year ago, and we both were like, oh, I have to show you something embarrassing. We both had bought separately the same exact color, Simply Fitboard. And we're like, yeah, we're like, we're going to stand in front of our TV for hours and just get abs. And that did not happen. <laughs> Didn't happen in one broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, the opposite happened. The, the back secret is a product like that, you only need to buy it once. Yeah. Do you and, know what I'm saying? Yeah. As an entrepreneur, I only need you to get it once. Right. Which I guess isn't repeat business unless you break it like we did. Which we did. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. You know? So, it's like they didn't come up with that thinking. We're going to get people to keep rebuying it. It's not a product like that. It's a product that you probably would buy once. Right. And get their money from it and keep it moving. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a 
I'm, I'm such a crazy Shark Tank um, fan. I love it. Um, and I've learned, obviously, I've learned so much from it. Just just watching it, trying to navigate my own self and mm-hmm. work through financials and get those things together. So, so it's, a, it's a great show. But, I mean, I just, honestly, girls, like, we just... We can't have any regrets. I feel so, so deep about that. I'm really all about the women empowerment movement. I'm I'm so down with empowering each other and just really trying to motivate each other because I've really seen it work where when we power together, we just really create such great change and we create such great energy in the world. And we don't have time to like backstab each other and put each other down. And it just, it gets us nowhere personally and it doesn't get us where anywhere collectively. Um, so my whole vision for ARX, it is a woman inspired brand, but obviously we love to have our men in the room and, and to get them to understand who we are and why we emotionally feel the way we feel and how emotionally fitness can make us feel empowered. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, you know, that's just my calling, I think, to the world and, going through so much of what I've been through, um, trying to juggle my dreams and trying to hold on to my dreams of being homeless. And, um, Carly, I think I, you know, I know you heard me talk about, um, being kidnapped and, and basically, you know, Mm -hmm. being used as a, as a, you know, as a sex traffic victim. And it was just that again, um, was something that I went through and I, I don't, you know, now, I'm able to know that it was nothing that I did. It wasn't my fault. It, it not at all. And the only thing it did was actually empower me. Mm-hmm. So something that you think will take your power away, it actually empowers you, and it actually calls you for something that the world needs you for, and the world needs people like me, like you girls, what you're doing, helping us get the word out that mm-hmm. our younger can really, really empower this world by making brave strong decisions and saying yeah for themselves and now you're empowering other women which is honestly our motto here women empowering women women. we love it we're all about it i love it (laughs) well thank you so much for doing everything you do for talking to us today we'll definitely be meeting you at one of your upcoming classes i literally want to sign up right now (laughs) so they should sign up. I mean, you, I, I just, I just feel this connection. Like, I really feel like I'm going to break the myth that you have in your brain that you're not coordinated. I think I'm going to. And think about this also too. I meant to mention this. All of our classes are dark. Dark. So maybe not meaning like the lighting's physically dark. The dark. It, the the only light you see is like. We have club lights, so we have like flashlights, these white strobe lights that come on. That's so fun. (laughs) That's the only light you see, and literally, it's literally, you're like in a club. Like, it's just environment, and you know, sometimes we have live DJs, and we serve rosé, so... You, we shot up like literally you could see us we literally shot up perked up at the at the mention of rosé but no I mean that's really cool because then you're not like embarrassed to like try to yeah. catch on to the class I like that 
Word. And the other the other thing that you probably would definitely love is that we keep the same choreography for two weeks to a month. So in our beginner class, we keep it a little bit longer. We keep the choreography a little bit longer. That way, each time you come in, you have a chance to definitely pick up a little bit more than what you did last time. You remember it. You come in. You feel more refreshed. You feel more empowered to be able to like feel as if you're flowing within to the class. Mm-hmm. But that. yeah, that's good. I know I I belong to a gym where they have some classes, but it's always just so different that it's like starting from square one. So I kind of like that you allow everyone to build up to it. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank, thank you so you. much. We love talking to you and we'll be seeing you soon. Yes, I'll see you girls soon. Thank you so, so much. Thank mm-hmm. you. Have a nice night. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. I, like, want to sign up. I, like, I'm in. We're signing up. And we'll tell you, we'll tell all of our listeners how, I mean, and you'll watch us on Instagram live. Yeah. It, that's just, like, so inspiring. It, like, looks like so much fun. Like, it's like you're in a club, but you're working out, and I don't know. I really, I liked her story. I'm excited to learn more about it. We're in. We're sold. Sold on the rosé. I feel like she should have, like, a follower names. You know how, like... I can't even think of it. Like, you know how, like, famous people have, like, follower names and, like, they're, like, the Taylor Swift has, like, Swifties, No. Oh, and, like, we have Gabbers? Yeah! <laughs> like, I really wasn't sure where that thought was going, She Carly, should have, but... like, Rosé, ro- like, something, like, Alexis Rose. But it's, like, Alexis Rose Experience. So, so Alexis, like, Rosers. Yeah, but, like, you know, we, we'll come better, up with something. Better, better, okay. We'll, 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 <laughs> gab, we'll, we'll gab. We'll gab and we'll figure up a name for you. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, everyone, for listening to Hear Us Gab today. And listen, tune in next week as we gab about more random shit.